Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. podcast i'm matt and i am ezra aka professor kirk welcome to our harry potter book club today we are covering the sorcerer's stone part four chapters 10 through 12 yes as you know if the crazy thing is we're almost like done with the book because the I first know. book is just so short <laughs> i was i had to i had to stop myself and think about that for a second i was like what uh yeah. <laughs> i was like we're almost how many more episodes of this are we gonna have we're almost done right just a couple more i mean that that's kind of the crazy thing you and i are so used to covering like massive i mean we feel like we've been in book <laughs> one or two of game of thrones for so long it's insane right so, yeah i mean we've done we've done like 200 episodes on game of thrones and then wheel of time which we cover as well same thing it's like man we're those are like 70 chapter books and so we have like episode part eight and i'm like we're like part three and we're almost done man i know I know it's wild It's wild, but it's great. This is, this is a really good uh, uh, batch here. We're getting right into the, to the heart of it all. This is a big turning point today, friends, big, big turning point. One of my favorite mm-hmm. holidays, by the way, also. Yeah. Stuff. You know, and a little bit of cheating going on a lot of cheating. And I think this might've been the chapter. I got to look, I got the old PDF pulled up here. This might've been uh, the chapter I was talking about earlier where the professors are like drinking. It's at the it's, school. I'm, and I'm going to say the house cup is rigged. Oh, it's totally rigged. It's, it's totally rigged. I mean, Quidditch might as well be. I don't know what's going on. Somebody's gaming Quidditch pretty hard because, right? It, McGonagall's pulling punches here. Like she, the, this this whole sending in a Nimbus situation. Right. I, she felt the pressure to do that, Matt, to break the rules, do these different things. Correct. Why does Harry get the the you know the whole de- why does Harry get preferential treatment from day one? I don't know. Again, that's why you like he you didn't back, even defeat Voldemort. He didn't do anything. He didn't do a dang thing, man. Nothing, man. He didn't do a thing. It was his mom with the spell and Voldemort uh, being an idiot. I know. The 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 power of love, my friend. You know, magical, magical power. I mean, honestly, you know who we should be thanking in all of this is Peter Pret- Pet- Pettigrew, right? I mean, okay. if it weren't for him, 
Voldemort wouldn't have been defeated. Okay, people are gonna That's, be like, wow. "Hey, you know what? Interesting thing about Peter uh, Pettigrew though is that he shows up on the Marauders map." Yeah. And why did Fred and George not know that? Not know who he is? Yeah, I wonder if they just never knew the history on that, or or thought, right. uh, or it just didn't pop up when they were. But you know who else shows up on I, I the map, know. and in the movie at least. Yes, sir. Is Newt's commander. And we just did a right. big YouTube video about that. You can go check that out. It's a big theory. Why does Newt's commander show up in the prisoners of Azkaban on the Marauders map? Some yeah. people might say he could be, he could be a ghost. He could right. be there to uh, help figure out what to do with Buckbeat. Could just be a cool little cameo for the movie. Mm -hmm. Maybe mm -hmm. Dumbledore's got another job for him. Maybe he does. Yeah, exactly. And so we, we, we did a whole theory. I'll put a link uh, down in the description, then the description for you guys, just because we're, we're starting to do kind of these standalone little, like, you know, 10 minute theories over on the YouTube channel. So be sure to go over there and check that out. Uh, we actually have a, an, an owl later today with a pretty cool theory, a Snape connection, a Snape theory I'm down. And I knew you'd be down and our, our good friend Tanner hooked us up with that. So we'll get to that later. But I mean, I am, I'm pumped to do more of those because there are so many things I love to do the ranking stuff, like top 10 most powerful potions. We always think about Ooh. spells, but like, what are those like most powerful potions? Um, basically, you know, just like this wizard versus this witch. There's a great one um, about, well, it's a, kind of a two parter. T uh, Tanner sent us the part one. There's a part two to what he's talking about later on about in regards to him dueling McGonagall. So we'll, we'll kind of. Yeah go over that but yeah it's, just, it's fun so so be sure to check that out if you guys have thoughts or theories or you want us to cover one send us a hey, and in patreon i watched both fantastic beast movies which i had never seen before gave my opinions on them you got to go check that out uh yeah yeah you, you have to go listen to that because that's you gotta, gonna, go listen, you gotta go listen to it i can just say this yeah I'm not out on Fantastic Beasts. I just right. don't know if those movies are as fantastic. It's hard. It's I'm sorry. Are, it's <laughs> yeah. It, the I think the problem with those movies for me is that well, for starters, they have issues on their own. We don't have to. I won't go to the whole thing, but just a little preview. Yeah, they have issues just as movies. But then you have to sort of compare them. You don't just compare it against other movies. You have to compare it against the main series. Right. And then you really see it. It's shortcomings just. I feel like get that much more amplified, but I'm excited for the new one coming out. And I think that it's, I think that the first two movies set up a good, you know, it's like a good foundation for what these sure. final three could be. I just hope these final three sort of hit it out of the park and they end up being super awesome. I mean, they, I love the characters. Jacob is Jacob might be oh, one my. of my favorite. Jacob might be a top three character in all of Harry Potter for me. I know he's awesome. He's, he's hey. so good. He's so and good. At this point, we don't know. We we saw in the trailer that he gets a wand. That's another standalone kind of theory slash prediction video I want to do with Matt later on. Just because who is this guy? He's such a fantastical kind of individual owning the bakery shop, doing his thing. Uh, Newt just loves him. So, that yeah, he actually makes, I think, because Newt is so different and so strange. And again, you guys have to go listen to our full discussion on it. But um, just, in, just in short, it's so, so different. It is just so right. different from what you would expect. How powerful is Newt? He seems like he could be pretty legit. We just don't know. Yeah. You know what I was thinking? So I run, this is so crazy. I run a D&D &D club. Matt knows I don't really know much about D&D. &D. I just kind of like sit there and supervise right. it. The kids all play it and I listen, you know. Critical but, roles. Yeah. Plus 
plus five to attack. Right. Uh, I, mean, I, I, I played it a little bit back in the day. I was in a group, right. but we played like fourth edition. I think they're on like fifth or even sixth it's, edition now. I don't know what the differences are. Are there any but, Harry Potter role-playing games? That'd be kind of cool. I'm sure uh, somebody has probably modified. You can pretty much right. modify D&D to be just yeah. anything. Like I know there's a Star Wars variant and there's some other ones. Yeah. You, yeah, I remember there's like some superhero ones. You can pretty much modify it to be just about anything, really. Right. So. Well, where where I was going with that was um, you brought up Newt and how powerful he is. And I had a, a student where just for an activity, we were kind of like reading and we we're doing some vocab, just just kind of doing it's like a challenge reading or whatever I do at the end. It's like they get five to maybe eight minutes to do this. And um, he wanted to read through some monsters. And I had this book on my shelf. I got the monsters book. I got. Some of the things we had to make a character just to also kind of compare our character to that monster. And we, our character is, a, is it a um, druid? Uh, is that what is that the, oh no, I'm trying to remember what, what it actually was. Anyways, he had the ability, like one of the abilities is like animal handling. And mm -hmm. if you think of Newt, like his, like his powers, but he, like whatever this character was, that we made was plus five in animal hand uh, handling and had sort of like nature, uh powers and and things like that i think it was um what i don't know gosh i totally forget what they're called it had magic not, not a cleric but anyways i'll look it up later but it, it was it was really cool just to make that uh kind of connection to nature but maybe think of like radagast and like those wizards that are more connected to nature than they are like i don't know dumbledore's more flashy higher art stuff but like there's a magic inside of like things that grow right like herbology that's the whole thing is that we're, we're looking at plants and how things grow and herbs and special magic. There's, there's like fantastic beast, right? Uh, and then there's also this other side where there's like fantastic, I don't know, freaking fruit plants or something like vegetables right. and stuff. I mean, herbology, herbs. So, hey, fantastic herbs and where to find them, where to plant them. <laughs> so you don't get caught. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but no, hey, so also we, I wanted to talk at the beginning of the show here just about some some news. Um, so we're still, by the way, happy. Uh, I, don't, I think we did a little Christmas episode was the last thing we we had dropped mm -hmm. there plus some of our extended editions. So uh, welcome to 2022 and hope you guys are doing well. Matt and I've been um, kind of doubling down on some of our other projects. Uh, Hyperspace Hangouts doing really well. We got our Star Wars show over there and then Wheel of Time wrapped up was awesome. Heroes of the Horn was great. Uh, bend the knee is ramping up and we're getting ready to dive into house of the dragon so again don't forget that on, on apple premium you guys can get all the extended editions extra episodes and all those that is, things that is that is correct it's awesome it's awesome we just did the matinees hey, um show, matinees well. show that's right hey you know yeah it, it's season two. That's rolling, rolling. you yeah, know lord of the rain i love god spider-man was so good so, it was so good. good it was it was so good i know um so anyways, yeah, I just wanted to say thanks for all of that and uh, happy new year to everybody. And, and we're looking forward to a, to a great year. we got Fantastic Beasts, maybe some video games, all that stuff. But Matt, what came out and I watched this on HBO was the return to um, Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Yeah, I had to like wait to come back because I was over in um, I was over in Scotland and you couldn't get HBO Max over there in Germany. You can't get it. You can't use the app. It knows your location. You have to get a what's it called a thingamajigger you know reroute it and yeah change your location you know your vpn, VPN. yeah hey nord vpn does not sponsor us as okay we can't be going well, and giving I, them all these plugs god dang it yeah although i will say if nord vpn would like to sponsor us please do we would probably we would probably do it 
Probably, but we, we don't want to just give in there. We want to make sure, you know, right. we, there's other contenders out there. Yeah. So anyway, I, I got a chance to watch it and it was really cool. It was, it was, it was awesome. I encourage folks to go watch that if you haven't had a chance to. It was emotional. Um, we got to see that a lot, a lot of the cast members come back. Some that didn't come back uh, were the, the rumor out there is that they were dealing with sickness. They had retired completely from the film industry, didn't want to come back for even just a special and things. So uh, that was interesting. I looked up some of that stuff. But like Rupert, who plays Ron Weasley, was on. And there were so many little theories going on as to whether he was actually there, Matt. Some people said he was filming a movie over in Canada and wasn't even sitting in the seat. And, and they just CGI, and man. That's so th cool. Something like that or that he... But then there's this moment where he like hold hands with um, with Hermione, or I'm sorry, uh, Emma, and they were like, oh, does he... Did they... I don't know. You you should have saw it, though. It was, it was, it was all over the place. It was kind of crazy. But the big takeaway here was that he was asked in an interview later on or after after all of this, whether or not he would return. And he talks about kind of this identity crisis that he had with Ron. He didn't know where Ron ended and Rupert began or vice versa. It was just kind of a, a crazy time for him. And again, those they were kids, you know, growing up during all of that. Right. Listening to them talk about it. I didn't know um, that Emma didn't want to come back and she was considering not returning. And just was in kind of a dark place. A lot of them were as they got into their teens. I didn't know that. I I didn't know that either. Yeah, I was I was shocked. So the whole thing was was really fascinating, and it gave you a really appreciation for like uh, Rupert kept saying that they that they're family. Like it really felt like at one point he says that he that he loves her, and and truly uh, he had to you know uh, for all the crazy Harry Potter fans out there, you know, as a friend that he loves her as a friend. Because that, because they are family and they just feel really good together. But the but the news was that he would only return if the other two would return as well. Like he wouldn't come back for just a. People have talked about well, what if they just followed one of the characters and one of them wanted to come back? Would they run something where, uh, the other two made cameos or something? But he was kind of like, I, I think was was leaning towards the idea that if Ron comes back, it needs to be Harry and Hermione too. You know what I mean? So that was cool. Yeah. It was just kind of cool because you don't get a chance to really ask that question. Tom Felton, who played Draco, also mentioned it as well. He's like, absolutely. He's like, yeah, there, there was kind of a meme about that whole thing going around, uh, at least on TikTok, where if you sort of zoom in on uh, it, it could just be the way it's edited in TikTok and stuff like that, yeah. too. But when Hermione's or when Emma right is yeah. talking about having to kiss Ron. You know, oh, yeah. And she's like, yeah, God, that was like so scary for me. And he's like, oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Oh yeah, gross. Huh? You know. Like, yeah. So well, it was funny. So they funny. they both really kind of felt that way. That was the funny thing. I think they. I don't think he felt like that, man. That's not what his face well, looked like. In the in, in the that thing. edit, yeah, I know it's yeah. That, I've seen that too. Because, but like on this special, they actually talk about it for a couple. Because. Uh, Dan was basically showing up and he was he was hyping up like kiss kiss kiss. I mean he was like ready for the whole is it be is it because walk. is it because she at first was like ooh this is gross so he was like oh yeah this is gross <laughs> oh my god I don't I don't know <laughs> I don't freaking know I did uh, not yeah know. wow sounds like he got friend zoned yeah well yeah for sure so here's something interesting I didn't know that um and again you think about their age and just growing up together but that Emma and Tom like Tom Felton is a little bit older than right. the, the, than the trio. And he's, he's a bit older. So Emma would come in and she said this in the special, she would every day, she would come in and she would check to see if Tom 
was uh was there that day and if it was gonna it was gonna be a good day if he was because she kind of had a miniature little crush on him man so now i understand all of the people shipping hermione and draco i never really understood i'm like what the heck why are people why is this like what remember we used to do the fan fiction stuff where (laughs) back in the day matt and i read some pretty it's still up it is still you can still find it if you go to bend the knee and you scroll all the way back to the beginning, my friends. The very beginning. The you will before find... Before Bendany episode one, yeah. That's right. Some hidden Some interpretive gems. fan fiction. Oh, my God. If you guys write fan fiction, by the way, we'll freaking read it. All right? We, like, yeah, you, we'll do it. I don't care what... It's it's so much fun just to read some of that stuff. But, yeah, I now kind of understand, after watching all of it, what it was like or what where that kind of came from or, or originated from, I guess, was... Uh, where I was going with that. But yeah, anyways, really, really awesome. Loved it. And by God, I, I I hope they do something. I don't I don't care what it is, Matt. Even if it's just like they, they take Neville Longbottom and we just follow him as a professor back at Hogwarts and you want to leave the other three, you know, the main the trio alone. Let's say they're they're right. done with Harry Potter. They didn't seem like they were done with it. They seemed like they were happy. They've had their time away from it. It doesn't feel that it feels long, but it also doesn't feel that long. I think they keep in touch, you know, and um so so yeah i don't know it was really really cool and i got this feel that they did this for a reason and that it's starting some sort of oh yeah i'm telling i'm you know as i'm telling you i know i I bring i bring i bring up the nerdy i bring up the nerdy uh all right here's mr you know wall street bringing up the finance stuff nobody cares or knows about but i'm telling you yep the warner brothers the warner brothers um discovery acquisition merger that is coming later this year is an enormous people don't understand how big of a deal it is it is it is a massive massive deal in the content wars we find ourselves in yeah yeah okay we are in a content war that everybody is playing in microsoft just spent 70 billion dollars acquiring another video game studio and microsoft has entered the content war too that's like, why they have a halo tv show coming out and sony is turning more of their video games into movies right yeah. and stuff like that trust me it is a content war lord of the Rings show looks like it's going to be insane oh, yeah yeah i mean Am- the amount of money amazon is spending on that is, is, is crazy nuts. it's not it's crazy yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Amazon, Amazon, by the way, has enough. I talked about this. Whatever. Amazon has enough cash on hand mm-hmm. to outright buy Warner Brothers or Disney. They just buy them, yeah, if they wanted. Like, which is insane. So that's, that's I'm telling you, it's coming. So this, they're that that first quarter, they're gonna want their biggest properties, which are DC Comics, which they've got rolling. They got more more movies coming out they're swinging for the fences they're bringing michael keaton back to play batman yeah you've got uh game of thrones going nuts on that right you're getting house of the dragons coming oh yeah harry potter wizarding world we got a movie yep coming out soon and they're swinging you can tell they're swinging for the fences they just said the batman movie's gonna be three hours what yeah oh my god <laughs> I don't think we know the runtime yet for the Dumbledore movie. See, I mean, people are down for for, for longer. We want a just right. a, a good a good film, a good whatever and it takes. The, like, and the Batman movie is coming to HBO Max one month after. 
They yeah. haven't said if that's going to be the case for Dumbledore, but I it feels like while we're still in COVID, because remember last year HBO just had everything come to HBO Max right away, same day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a feeling they will announce that the Dumbledore movie will be on HBO Max like one month after it hits theaters. Okay. Which is awesome. But yeah. I'm telling you, get ready. I'm I'm say I would be sh- I would be absolutely shocked if we do not get a Harry Potter HBO Max series announced this year. I would I would be I would genuinely be shocked. I have, I have a feeling that's going to be Discovery or Warner Brothers Discovery Day One. Boom. Yeah, why not? I mean, it's with exciting. The, like, it's you know, day one of Disney buying Star Wars was we're making three more movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I know, and and so and so yeah. Even if, even if it takes time or whatever, the announcement can happen this year, and and get us all fired up. They don't even have to know exactly what it is. They just have to know right. we're going to do it, and we want to do it. And this is the. Point. I mean. Amazon has two fantasy series, Lord of the Rings and Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. Netflix has two fantasy series, Shadow and Bone and The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. can't Warner Brothers have two fantasy series? Heck yeah. Harry Harry Potter and Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, they should. They A should. Harry Potter HBO thing would be as big as it could be even bigger than The Mandalorian. Oh, my God, dude. It's people forget i don't know like like harry potter is 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 way bigger and massive massive and people don't give it i don't even think the credit that it's due it's what would you want oh my god what would i want to see so i why not just do a young dumbledore dumbledore at hogwarts yeah you you could go back before fantastic beast um people have talked about you know what's really neat they they're doing that legacy game, that Hogwarts legacy game where you get to go there like right. 100 or 200. I don't know how. It's like 1800s, I think. Yeah. Place. yeah. Which, which that, that's pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. People have talked about, are they going to do, um, gosh, like, like uh, get into the Marauders? Are they going to do some stuff with Order, with the Order of the Phoenix? Are they going to do, um, you know, I don't know, some of those, some of our adults right. that we have, right, in the Harry Potter series go back to their childhood or... Do we continue on? And I right. really think like maybe you could try one of those just to see how it goes. If you're being cautious and and do kind of a standalone series, you know, whatever. But you eventually have to push forward. You have the actors. They will come back. They they will reprise their roles. And it, you know, right. Why not? It's it, that's yeah, the see, be, right. Because I don't know how far we don't know how far we're going to go with the Fantastic Beast stuff. Like, it seems to me. It's going to end with Grindelwald. The big fight. Yeah. Dumbledore yep. and Grindelwald. So we're not going to get, although keep in mind where I don't, I have to look at where that, what year that takes place. But I mean, it's like we're 10 years away from where we're at right now from Dumbledore meeting Tom Riddle. Oh, really? Um, yeah. God, we're going to have to look at the timeline on all that. Cause that, that is a fascinating. Cause I think was it 1945 when their duel is right. Yeah. Um, I think that's like two years. I think I think he meets a Voldemort in like 1949. Because I think we're in um, 19. Yeah, 1945 is the duel between Albus Dumbledore and which Grindelwald. is also World War, the end of World War Two. Mm-hmm. Well, ish, you know, like the right, right. So yeah, we we'll have to go back and look up the Tom 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 Riddle stuff here. But um, 
Yeah, so I don't know because there you could do something in between there. I don't know if there's. I, I mean, honestly, man, I would just watch like Professor McGonagall teach class. Like I would just watch a young Snape. People have talked so about okay. It. So 1927 is Crimes of Grindelwald, and he meets and he meets uh, Dumbledore, and he meets 1945 is when he duels. Yeah. When he duels, yeah. So I'll go to Tom. Might as well do this real quick. We'll see who. Right. Uh, when do Does they? Does he meet? meet Tom Riddle before? 1938 is when he's yeah so we're 10 years away we are 10 years away 38 okay so he fights Grindelwald after he meets Dumbledore after he meet after he meets Voldemort Tom wow. Riddle okay okay wait wait he meets him yeah before yeah yeah he meets Tom yeah. Riddle and then he and fights, fights. Voldemort afterwards wow he met the what? second Dark Lord, and then he, and then he destroys. What's the, or what's the connection there? Something's up. Something's up. That's gonna be crazy. They have to show that, right? I mean, don't they have to? Are they gonna go and talk about that? Maybe it's the just funny like, thing is the funny thing is everyone. All the jokes are like, "Wow, Dumbledore had a really tough ten years." Because you look right, at yeah. him how he's now. He's yeah. Jude Law. He's, he looks good. He's like a suit. Right. And then like 10 years from now, it's like, man, he's got the long beard because it's the yeah. actor who played him. I always love the idea that he like he beat Grindelwald and he's just sort of like, ah, I'm just going to put this I'm big old robe on nope. now. Just relax. Happens before. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, I don't know. What would you want to see, though, out of a uh, you have any thoughts on like, would you want to go forward in the timeline for an HBO series? No. Or would you want to go back? Back. Yeah, I'd I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd want to go back. Even even if you do a different country or you did Ooh, if you did a cool. different I yeah, as early as I'd like to go back is man, why not just do a young Lily James Potter? Mm -hmm. People want movies though; they want like Adam Driver to play a younger Snape, which would be sick. And I would watch, I would yeah. watch it because yeah, no, Adam yeah. Driver is like amazing at everything he's in. Right. That's like a big fan casting. I don't think that's ever going to happen, but um, I'd yeah. be you know I, I'd be down for something like there to. But I, I love or, it. Or you go to a different or you, you could do something in a different country that it's own yeah. it's its own thing. Kind of like morning kind, here in the States. Right. You could just do like show us what that's like, you know, pick a student and maybe right. there's something I don't know that goes on another. I don't know what the big bad guy would be or whatever, but yeah, make you, new ones. Yeah. Yeah. Someone over here that we had to, as you begin as you begin to sort of expand it. Yeah. But J.K. Rowling is far more involved in this than other creators are. She seems to have a much tighter grip on Harry Potter than mm -hmm. other people do. Like George Lucas, the Star Wars, you know, it's all over the place. You can do whatever you want until he sold it. Yeah. And like, you know, other people, even Stanley with Marvel, it's like phew, that was all over the place. She seems to be much more tight gripped on this on this whole deal. Right. Yeah. Controlling sort of where where it goes and who's connected to who, who which is good. Them. But at the same time, there's less stuff. So it seems, you know, right. I mean, there's, there's, yeah, right. Only one, she's only one person sort of making the show. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, we'll see. Yeah. You guys send us, uh, maybe if you've got a cool idea or just an outline of something you think would be pretty cool to see at Hogwarts or anywhere else, uh, let us know. I'd, I'd love to hear just Quidditch, man. Professional make turn into like the oh, Ted Lasso. Gosh. Give us the Ted Lasso of Quidditch. I'd watch that. That'd be, hilarious. that'd be awesome. That'd be great. Just use the same cast from Ted Lasso, in yeah. fact, but make it be about Quidditch. It'd be awesome down uh, all right well let's dive into the chapters here as so 
Uh, we're going to be covering chapter 10, 11, and 12. So chapter 10 is Halloween. Harry receives a Nimbus 2000 broom, learns the rules of Quidditch, and begins to practice. On Halloween, Hermione masters levitation and charms, but the remarks of a jealous Ron sends her in tears to the girl's bathroom, where she is trapped with the troll. Harry and Ron run to her escape and defeat the troll. Hermione tells a lie to keep them out of trouble. Uh, and they three, this is where they sort of, their friendship really kind of begins. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, because they're kind of mean, you know? They're, they're kind of mean to her here, and, and it's just, it's, they i you know she she she's read all the books man she she's up she's up on her her study she does her homework and uh ron's starting to feel a little you know she's a bossy know-it-all this kind of stuff so he calls her crazy but yeah, yeah it's definitely a big big chapter for those for those three yeah here's how it starts malfoy couldn't believe his eyes when he saw that harry and ron were still at hogwarts the next day looking tired but perfectly cheerful indeed by the next morning harry and ron thought that meeting the three-headed dog had been an excellent adventure. They were quite keen to have another one. In the meantime, Harry filled Ron in about the package that seemed to have been moved from Gringotts to Hogwarts, and they spent a lot of time wondering what could possibly need such heavy protection. It's hmm. either really valuable or really dangerous, said Ron. Yeah. Yeah, so Malfoy's shocked, didn't he? I mean, that's great. Uh, and he's he, right away out, out the gate here on this chapter. He's trying to get them in trouble again for having a broom and then Flitwick knows all about the Nimbus and, you know, uh, Straco's thing. He's just, he just wants he, just jealousy he wants to give him in trouble. It's just all constantly picking a fight here. Um, the, the message, let's see here. What does she say? Yeah. Do not open the parcel at the table. There you go. It contains your new Nimbus 2000, but I don't want everyone, <laughs> everyone knowing you got a broomstick or they're all want one. Oliver Wood will meet you tonight on the Quidditch field at seven o'clock for your first training session. I'm pretty sure in the movie, he opens it at the table. Yeah. Which is, come on. You know, I mean, I'm getting sick of these just changes. The, yeah, you know, these changes that they're making in these things. This is, I mean, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Years later, we're up, you know, we're, we're upset. <laughs> God dang it. It makes Harry I, look... say, I, I think it's ridiculous. I do think it's ridiculous that Harry gets a Nimbus 2000. Is it pulling... It's not fair. Yeah. It's not. But I can I tell you something because I, I secretly love McGonagall and know. she doesn't get enough uh, credit. I don't think I freaking love her. And I love when she has these moments where she's trying to really take care of Potter and really I think. I think we see again. It's all about Harry Potter, and we see the, how the professors interact with him. But I really do feel like McGonagall looks out for a lot of the kids and is is a really good uh, teacher, professor, caretaker, mentor, uh, all of those things, and tries to tries to do right. This is definitely a moment where she sort of uh, house pride gets in there, and she she wants to to win at Quidditch, and you know, kind of a I know Matt, it ain't it ain't right. But... I mean, they're just it's just cheating. I mean. I feel bad for the Hufflepuffs, you know? I mean, yeah, really. They almost <laughs> came in third place. Is Professor Sprout doing like, is she it, pulling, pulling she punches? She sucks. Like I, wow. mean, I mean, how dare you say that? Or, or she's fair because she's not handing out any free points. True. She's, we got to work for it. We got to earn it. Oh my you know, God. She's out, she's out there trying to literally drain the swamp and everyone else is in there playing politics. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow, dude. <laughs> Hey, I mean, oh, just, 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 just politics as usual. Except Professor Spout, she's out there fighting the good fight, you know. Wow, trying to actually do the things the right way. Yeah, oh. literally in in the swamp. 
I love Professor Sprout. I love herbology. I think it's I think it's awesome. And uh, yeah, I, again, I, I promise you guys, I'm gonna make Matt watch uh, Puffs the play so he can get get a good look at all House Hufflepuff and and uh, all their troubles and their woes. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. So so this is this is cool. He's get the he gets the he gets the Nimbus. You know, two thousand. Um, I love that next year. Is it next year, right? That they get the Nimbus mm-hmm. 2001, the Slytherin. Yeah, and then and then we get the Firebolt, and then we never really learn about Quidditch ever, ever again. To be to be honest, right? The, um, at uh, least like at least like how cool certain brooms and stuff, right? Except for the old ones, they always make fun of like the Clean Sweep Seven or whatever. Clean Sweep sounds called. pretty cool. I I know, man. I want me a, an old fashioned Clean Sweep, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. Quidditch is awesome. I love the I. I do think I like the design, actually. By the way, of the yeah. Nimbus two thousand compared to the Firebolt. The Firebolt. I am with you on that. I think, yeah. I honestly, Matt, I think the handling on the Firebolt is not as good as as the Nimbus two thousand or the two thousand and one. I think they've got better handling, outright speed. The Firebolt's got them beat, right? But if you can't make those maneuvers and you can't, you know, there right. we go. That's gonna pull it up here. Get the screen. See the see the firebolt. This is the firebolt, right? Okay. It's 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 much more straightforward. Whereas this has got it's a little curved, and is I like the the top the there okay. where it kind of curves down. I, I I think I agree with you. I think, yeah. I I think it would have a better sort of handling, like some, yeah. you know turning steering you know you think about those race those, See, those now, car racing some of games. these are never some of these are never even explained oh do you have them all up there what, are, what firebolt yeah. okay keep going uh star sweeper oh my god these are yeah thunderbolt uh firebolt supreme See, these don't not even these don't even all have pictures. are these in the video game or what what the heck i don't know <laughs> just let me pull up a, let me pull up a, um let's see list of Butter brooms. I love when they take brooms and they fly to London and they've got the Yeah, see I like that I like that curve there more, you know? I feel like boom, you'd have a better Oh yeah. How do you Here make one faster than the other? How do you like how does one make there's not really a whole lot to the broomstick? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, I got I got a whole page pulled up here on him. So let me just read through these real quick. This is this is this is probably something we would do like in the extended edition, but this is still kind of fun. So the models here, you've got the Airwave Gold, the Australian Flyabout, Blue Bottle. The ones we know are like Clean Sweep, uh, Clean Sweep One, Clean Sweep Two, uh, Three, Five, Six, Seven, and then they jump to Eleven for some reason. You've got a Comet um, One Forty, a Comet One Eighty, Comet Two Sixty, Comet Two Ninety. Uh, moon trimmer nimbus all the nimbus nimbus brooms there got a nimbus 1700 what the heck wow uh shooting star was one that i remember from the how come they don't use magic carpets i bet in other places they do i think this is just i guess i still gotta say that might be the sickest burn in all of harry potter that might be even more serious than you know god what, what is it what is it that uh crab and goyle use at the end they Oh, the flame, the, yeah. The yeah. Yeah. Also, that imper- can destroy a horcrux. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, your magic carpet got holes in it. Boom. Right. <laughs> Burning, right? That was good. Yeah, it was good. That was good. Um, 
all right yeah so okay there we go we've yeah covered covered the brooms a little bit i think that's that's cool to look to look into those and we should go through and rank them you know I'm we should down. really look at the text and see and then but harry's not up. harry's not even allowed to have one because he's a first year that's what ron says right here he says that's a broomstick he said you're you'll be in for it this time potter first years aren't even allowed to have them right that's got it's like that that's... first year going off to college situation you know freshmen can't have a car on campus <laughs> Right. What what did you you got at home, Malfoy? A Comet two sixty. Comets look flashy, but they're not in the same league as the Nimbus. Right. What did you know about it, Weasel? You couldn't afford half the handle. That's just not right, man. That's a little rude. That is rude. Um. Although to be fair, to be fair, Ron Ron joked at Malfoy first. Malfoy was just okay. Fine, you're gonna jaw at me. I'll jaw back. Yeah, yeah, it's true. We do, we do. I mean, Malfoy kinda... should be able to defend himself, right? But he did. I mean, you know, it... well, he did what? Who threw the first punch? <laughs> okay, Remind going me. all the way back. Yeah, <laughs> all the way back to the beginning. Um, yeah, no, I know they they go back and forth, and we, God, we almost we, we were talking about tone for this podcast, and there's times where like Matt likes to just point out. Like the Slytherins are are sometimes picked on themselves. I, I point out, I try to, I try to point out what's fair in any right. scenario. Right. I mean, right here, like Flitwick comes in, he says, Professor McGonagall told me all about the special circumstance. What special circumstances? Right. Gr Gryffindor, they want Gryffindor to win. The rules are either you have one or you don't. Well, if yeah, if. I, I don't know if like yeah I want more clarity. I mean I mean it's pretty allowed, I mean it's pretty straightforward on. as they, they I mean, say that the rules are you can't they're have allowed one. to train with it. They're allowed they're allowed to obviously be out there and, and have one that's provided by the school. I just think they right. can't personally bring so for our first year is even allowed to play Quidditch? They must not I don't be. know. If you're not if you're not allowed to have because I don't well no, because Malfoy plays Quidditch. But I'm, is that also, that's not that's who's bringing a broom in their fifth year if they don't play Quidditch? Are they just riding around outside on brooms? Well, Go you you could still you could still ride around on a, on a broom. Yeah, you could, you could. I just you know I'm just. Thinking I think about brooms it, you know. still have a lot of use, even even once you're older and you can apparate. Oh yeah, for sure they do. Yeah, yeah. I just meant like that's. I'm just wondering who's really, you know, who's doing really, it. We don't really see that. That would be kind of cool to see, like a daily. Just let let's go on a on a broom ride, you know, out over the. Forbidden Forest or something. Like even Hermione comes in right here. So I suppose you think that's a reward for breaking rules. Came up. Hermione was stomping up. You know. Boom. Hermione. Yeah. Hermione looking disapproving, looking disapprovingly at the package in Harry's hand. Then they go. Then the, she does. Then the the subject gets kind of shifted, and we switch to. Well, you know, we got. Then they start talking about all the other stuff. So yeah. they, they don't really talk about Quidditch anymore until we get over here. Uh, and then uh, at seven o'clock, drew at seven o'clock, drew near. Harry left the castle and set off in the dust towards the Quidditch field. He'd never been inside the stadium before. Hundreds of seats were raised in stands around the field so that the spectators were high enough to see what's going on. At either end of the field were three golden poles with hoops on the end. They reminded Harry of the little plastic sticks Muggle children blew bubbles through, except that they were fifty feet high. Mm. Yeah. So Matt, I have pulled up here just some of the rules. So the the, the seven rules or eight, I should say, from uh, Quidditch through the ages, which is pretty cool. Let's go. All right, so rule number one, players must not stray over the boundary lines of the pitch, although they may fly as high as desired. Uh, the quaffle must be 
surrendered to the opposition. If any player leaves the boundary, it is unknown what the penalty is if the player on defense leaves the pitch. So you can't leave the pitch. All right. Uh, number two, timeout may be called at any time by the captain of the team. Timeout may be extended to two hours if a game has already lasted for more than 12 hours. Failure to return to the pitch after this time will lead to the team being disqualified. Uh, number three, penalties can be awarded to teams by the referee. A single chaser may take the penalty by flying from the central circle towards the scoring area. The opposing team's keeper may attempt to stop the shot being scored, but all other players must not interfere. Uh, number four, contact is allowed, but a player may not seize hold of another player's broomstick or any part of their anatomy. Number five, no uh, substitution of players is allowed throughout the game, even if a player is too injured or tired to continue to play. Uh, let's see. Wait a second here. So the Quidditch World Cup at some point, it lasted for days and the players had to be switched out so that they could get some sleep. That doesn't make sense. Right. It's a violation of the rule. What's going on? Well, no they might have different. They might. They might have different. They might have different rules. Okay. Different. Well, okay. Uh, let's, wait, three more. You know, the, I think the men. I think the minister can pretty much step in and say whatever he wants. So, wait, the rules are just. That's what they do in the match. Yeah, yeah. In the yeah well, yeah, it's it's right. just it's it's like I mean it's, it's literally team. like whose line is it anyway? You know. Right. The points are you know the the, the rules are made up. The points the points don't matter and the rules are made up. I yeah, mean, that's, that's right. Yeah. It's just like the it's just like the house cup. Right. Right. Yeah. Definitely. That's the worst. We haven't. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, our rule number six here: players may take their wands out onto the pitch, but they must not be used on or against any players, any players' broomstick, uh, the referee, or any of the four balls or the spectators. Why would you bring it on the pitch then? Uh, what, what, what would you use it for? I don't know. Uh, number seven: mm -hmm. a game of Quidditch will only end once the golden snitch has been caught or at the mutual consent of both team captains. Uh, eight: only the keeper can block quaffle shots thrown. By the opposing team. Now, there's tons of amendments, and there are fouls and all sorts of stuff, buddy. It's just it goes on and yeah. on and on. So here, so here's a question for you. So Harry brings up, oh, that's you know, it's sort of like basketball, and then of course Wood says, "What's basketball?" Because he doesn't know. I get that. It's funny. Right. However, I said this before, and I will say it again. At the other schools. It seems to me that there is some sort of physical education, okay? Because when they all come in, they're doing flips and rolling around and doing all this stuff, right? Wouldn't wouldn't you actually want to be physically stronger if you want to play Quidditch? Because I mean, the only for especially if you're if you're you know a beater, the more right. physically strong you are, the more damage you're going to do in Quidditch. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, why aren't they pump? Why aren't they pumping iron at Hogwarts? Matt wants to. They they, they they seem to be at other places. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Victor Crumb's a pretty stacked dude. He can do backflips and right, right. That's a that's a good point, man. I I don't know why they. Well, I'm looking up all the classes here, and everything is. Um, There's I I don't remember any a single music, time in which they mentioned physical art. education. Uh, magical theory, ghoul ghoul studies, flying, art, um, ancient studies. Good God, yeah. There's just not really any, you know, because even in extracurricular, so it's like, I guess they just like. Is there? Here's here's the question. Like, is there a spot where they can go pump iron? That's a big be. deal. 
Matt wouldn't go to Hogwarts if there wasn't. A place. I, I ain't going to Hogwarts if I can't, you know, pump some iron, make some gains, man. You got to, you know, that's or you know, whatever the equivalent is. Lift some logs. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, that's wild. Good point. Good point. It's all I, you know, in the book, it, it, they sing their song, right? Hogwarts. Well, and then and then right and then right yeah yeah they sing songs. I mean, but you'd think that people like Hagrid because like. People like Hagrid would have it, it would have an advantage because if he were to be a beater, because he would just like, you know, he's half giant, he would just kill somebody yeah, out there. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, if he if he can get if he can get I don't know how quick he is or if they can avoid him. That's the other thing. He though. doesn't he he doesn't have to be quick. He just got has to have a faster broomstick. Well, and that's the thing too. Uh well, I mean, yeah, but the, I, I feel like though that's a great question. Cause can a firebolt like is if if Harry's on a firebolt and somebody else is on a firebolt, who's faster? Is it really it support just the same weight? Yeah, or, or or is it is it one of those things like, do you have some extra control or connection? Can you get more speed if you crouch further down? If you have better form and technique, can you can you well, get more so. out of here? Yeah, it would make sense because it would just be kind of weird if they if the broom went exactly the same. You know, like if you could just if you went flat right. out, right? If you just in in a race, I mean. I think I just think there's I think there's room still in the I think there's still room in the wizarding world to have some sort of physical sports. Right. And so I think you and Professor Umbridge are are on are on the same page, right? You know that right. There things at Hogwarts, right? Are, are worse, yeah, he, worse than, than we think. <laughs> worse than I mean, it's like Hogwarts walks in. I'm telling you, go watch Goblet of Fire and it's like Durham strength comes in. They're doing backflips. Yeah. Floor Delacours yeah. jumping all around. around. I mean, yep. And then here comes Hogwarts. Okay. Well, we got Cedric. Like, I mean, Cedric, Cedric. That's freaking awesome. I know, man. I know. So I'm with you. We'll have to. What do you guys think? Should there, should there be an actual physical education class? at Hogwarts? I think there should. Yeah. I think there should too. Um, all right, so yeah, basically this bit, you know, we get we get all the stuff with the quaffle, woods going over everything, pretty cool stuff. This is where we learn about Quidditch and chasers, beaters, bludgers, quaffle, the whole nine yards. And so I read to you guys some of the some of the rules there, and and things get kind of expanded upon as, as we go on. Uh, cool bits later on in the series when Ron and his brothers play out in the garden, and uh, Ron joins the team later, and 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 Jenny, awesome stuff. Uh, so right. then, we, then we pull out the snitch. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's Harry's job, right? Harry's job is yeah. Too. Which you know, for the longest time, I actually thought was like inc- I always thought the rules of Quidditch were pretty stupid, and that it's like really the only thing that matters is the seeker. Yeah, unless the other team's you, up by it too many points to where you, it doesn't matter. Right. Exactly. You pretty much then then your job is to really kind of play defense, defense and stop. Yep. The other person. But inside that first 150 points, right? Depending on how close it 150, is, 150 just feels so, like so far away, right? That it's like really, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, it's true. You'd have to really get up a lot of points to where it's like, yeah, because you're scoring 150 when you catch if it. You get if you, yeah, and it ends the game. So if you're if you're at 150. And the other team's at three hundred, and you catch the, the snitch, it's tie game, game over. Yeah, but see, I think and ending a tie. Hold on. I don't, I don't think. I don't know that you can. 
I don't know that it counts if you catch the snitch if you if you don't have enough points to win. I know they say it ends the game, but I feel like the way they're phrasing that is that it what it, they're really saying is like you have to catch the snitch in order to win. It's kind of well, like it's kind it's kind of like capture the flag, where sometimes it's like you can't score. Like in some rules of capture the flag, is you can't score with the other team's flag unless your flag is present. So you have to have your own flag and you have to score. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if your flag's gone, then it doesn't count. Yeah. I'm trying to look at real quick the, hmm. I don't know that it's ever specifically said. Okay. Bulgaria versus Ireland, right? in goblet of fire. Uh, let's see. The British nationals didn't fare well. England, uh, they were beaten, let's see, 390 to 10. Okay, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Where is it at? It's really weird. Yeah, the final score was 170 to 160. The Irish team performed a lap of honor before being presented with the Quidditch Cup. Let's see. Something happened here because there was a big bet about this. Um, 15 minutes later, I, let's see. I'm going to read this. This is, this is the 422nd Quidditch yeah, World Cup. Uh, this is 94 England between Ireland and Bulgaria. Uh, do, 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 do. Ireland won. Uh, they, they're, I'm sorry, they wore green robes. We know that. All right, they flew. Firebolt, broomsticks, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, 15 minutes later, Ireland had stretched their lead to 130 to 10 when Chaser Mullet was fouled by Bulgarian keeper uh, Zolgraft and was awarded a penalty. This led to anarchy with another penalty being awarded to Ireland and referee uh, Hassan uh, being distracted by the Vila. Okay, this goes on. Lynch then spotted the snitch, but was beaten in the race for it by Crum, despite that. Okay, so Crum gets the snitch, but Ireland still won because he got the snitch too early. So that was the big bet that the twins had, which was Crum will get the snitch, but Ireland right. will win. And then they were right. Then why would you get the snitch? See, I think it was so close. See, it's it's 170 to 160. I feel like someone scored. Yeah, because you're right. You be, but you're yeah. also flying around. It's hard to tell. Right. And you just have to get it. If you can get it, you're, you're, you're going to get it. I mean, game could get out of hand. Maybe he thought they maybe I don't know. They were down. Well, what? Wait, let me let me look at that score again. There's something so 130 plus 10 is one. Okay, so 150, 160. So, okay, when Crum gets the snitch, let's see. When he okay, it's 130 to to 10, right? So if he gets the snitch, they're gonna have 160 points. So right. when the when the penalty stuff breaks out and the Vila situation happens. He's like, if I catch it, so he's on it, right? He is on the snitch, and if he catches it, it's game over. But while he's doing that, there are penalty shots going on. He's running around catching the snitch, trying to get uh, to, to get there, and that's when we had, boom, one penalty went in, boom, another one, and so on, and then I, the game must have been going on, which is wild. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So that was the situation, because I remember that was one of the things, like, I think – I think that score, that outcome is is there for folks who were saying the same thing that you were saying, Matt, which is sort of like, yeah, what? I mean, if you get this, how can you get the snitch and then not win? Right. And that's just, well, it has to be a real extreme sort of 
you know scenario in which it happens yeah so okay um right so harry's harry finishes working with wood and this is when we start to move into charms class with uh, wingardium leviosa right swish and flick uh-huh. so yeah which obviously is going to play a big role here in a second when we get to the troll right uh professor flitwick too and i do think it's kind of cool that this is like the first this it's kind of like the first spell we really learn and it's oh a yeah. little, little levitation spell and leviosa right it's leviosa not mm-hmm. leviosa mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's great it's great and and yeah so this is where the the bickering starts and she's partnered up with uh ron and and just make you know corrects him and flitwick's us praising her um yeah it's cool cool to see flitwick in there right running charms class right yeah and then it's a little different actually in the it's it's a little different in in the in the movie uh he's he you hear him making fun of her saying it's leviosa Levi, leviosa and that's what she runs into here in the book it's uh he says you know she's a nightmare honestly and then it's that's so it's just a little different line uh than we have in the movies but essentially we have the same thing Hall. Hermione doesn't even turn up for class the next day. Uh, they go downstairs for the Halloween feast. Right here, Harry and Ron overheard Pavardi uh, Patil telling her friend Lavender that Hermione was crying in the girls' bathroom. Boom. Those Both those characters are going to become, you know, sort of significant later uh, and wanted to be left alone. Ron looks still more awkward at this, but a moment later they had entered a great hall where the Halloween decorations put Hermione out of their minds. All right, you get all the mm-hmm. Halloween stuff and then troll in the dungeon. Uh, everybody head back. They go to find Hermione. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. I was looking up the whole the old saying, uh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt. Uh, <clears throat> I thought it's names can never hurt me. Uh, yeah, it's sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will always hurt me. Bones mend. Uh-huh. And become actually stronger. Yeah, so there's like a lyrics, a song. I was just no, thinking about know. Hermione and you know this oh. whole thing that was actually Ron's words that uh, really ended up hurting her feelings. Poor thing, because she's yeah in the bathroom crying, and um, yeah, they, they they take out after her and or that. Well, first that everyone troll in the dungeon situation. Because it did somebody else besides Snape go check on Professor Quirrell? What is up? Matt, I don't think he always had that stutter situation going on. You know, people talked about he came back and that's the guy they hired, huh? For defense against the dark arts. Mm -hmm. Just wild. So and and he's running in like a crazy man saying there's there's a troll in the dungeon. I don't know. I just do something about it. Right. Right. Yeah. I I agree. How did they how did how did they let this happen? How did a troll get are there no protective spells? There's so many protective spells on this castle. But and did no one see a a a, a troll wandering up in the I mean everybody's at the feast and again it goes back to the professors drinking. They're all up there at the table drinking. Goodness gracious. And the freaking troll rolls up. Um yeah, but this is uh let's see here. Let me go back to the text. Yeah, this is a moment where where Ron and uh Yeah, Percy's leading the way out. Follow me, stick together first years, no need to fear the troll. If you follow my orders, he's doing a great job. 
Um, yeah. Harry's wondering how it got in there. Ron's like, I ain't worried about it. Maybe Peeves let it in as a Halloween joke. Good thought. Um, they passed different groups of people hurrying in different directions as they jostled their way through the crowd of confused Hufflepuffs, which is funny. The Hufflepuffs are confused. Don't know where, what, what do we do? You know, where, 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 where should we go? Um, Harry suddenly grabbed Ron's arm. I've just thought Hermione, what about her? She doesn't know about the troll. Ron bit his lip. Oh, all right. He snapped, but Percy better not see us and boom off they go, uh, to track her down. So, um, yeah, this is pretty, uh, pretty awesome. You know, and again, uh, Hermione corrected Ron on his, his, his form with the spell and it ends up being what he uses to, to save her. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, he does. Yeah. We end up using the little guardian Leviosa, lifts up the trolls, big club falls down on him. Yeah. Right. Um, sorry. I was, I was trying to, I was trying to look something up here because I was going to talk about something, uh, really well kind of nerdy to be honest about the cgi and why it looked the way it did um but i can't find it exactly it was something i was reading the other day but uh anyway uh so there was a it, just to bring it there was so there i can't I, it's some sort of i forget what it's called but it's like something scattering and it changed it's why if you look at movies in the early 2000s compared to the late 2000s the cgi looks so different and one of like the common things is like look at like the troll mm-hmm. in harry potter like he has they have this sort of plastic look to them like mm-hmm. a lot of the cgi around that time does and it was just like literally just two years later uh i think it's in the matrix reloaded they had like this they use this new sort of uh technology and it changed everything so like literally it it if you the harry potter movies are a really good example of this uh at just how drastically cgi changed because now it doesn't feel like as it's as big of a jump right because everything looks really good but especially those early harry potter movies like even even like like one and two to like three and four is like a huge huge leap uh, and i was trying to find it i was trying to remember exactly what it was called but like the troll in the dungeon is like the example they use where it like has that like plastic kind of mm-hmm. look to it you know yeah yeah it definitely does look different yeah um yeah i love the bit where he shoves harry puts his the wand his wand up it's, it's up the nose throat. So, uh, it's so gross um but uh matt they get in uh they start to get in some 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 trouble right professor mcgonagall goes in there quarrels freaking out snape's looking at the uh troll and uh yeah it's it's uh miss granger who steps up and kind of gets him out of trouble it's a good moment right i mean it's if they hadn't have found me i'd be dead harry stuck his wand up its nose and ron knocked it out with its own club they didn't have time to come and fetch anyone um, it was about to finish me off when they arrived. So they're kind of standing there dumbfounded, right? Which is an awesome moment in the movie and in the book. And uh, this was weird though, right? Of all the things they get points for. So you each win Gryffindor five points. So Hermione got uh, some points deducted, but they only got five points for that, man. Tough yeah. points. How do you, it's like, you don't even know what gets what. Yeah. Is there a rubric? I mean, this is a joke, man. I don't think so. I think I think they just make it up. Like one professor's given out, you know, bucket loads, and the next one's like, yeah, two points for something super hard. It just, it, it does. just it doesn't. Does. I'd say it doesn't add up, but clearly it does in Gryffindor's favor add up. So, right. uh, okay, all right. So after this, right? Obviously, they become friends. 
when Hermione sort of lies to McGonagall, right, about it, and like Ron's mm-hmm. like shocked that he that she would about why she, why they went in there. So, uh, okay, let's move on to Chapter Eleven, Quidditch. So Professor Snape takes Harry's book, leading to Harry uh, seeing Snape's injured leg. When he tries to get it back, Harry plays in his first Quidditch match against Slytherin in which someone jinxes his broom, but he he catches the snitch and wins anyway. Hagrid later uh, lets a secret slip, right? So yeah. um, this was a really cool chapter. Again, I, the movie does a really, really good job at this. It's sort of just sort of just playing it out. But uh, this is really this is like the first chapter that really feels like I, to me, I mean, because before you meet Snape, he's kind of a jerk, but this is really where the whole is Snape a good guy or is right. Snape a bad guy starts, which was a big deal. Like it's so easy to forget about it now. Cause we know Snape's a good guy, but when mm-hmm. these books are coming out, I mean, it was a debate. People like yeah, don't remember oddly. that yeah, it was, is Snape good or is Snape bad? Right, because you can look at all the things in, in this chapter in particular where um, it's believed that he's right cursing the broomstick and Hermione does does her thing. But even early on here, when he takes the the book Quidditch through through the ages and he like takes five points, I think again for for like taking a library book out of the outside the school and Ron's like or Harry or one of them is like he just made that rule up, you know. Uh, and then they start to notice his leg and so all these different things like his leg, he's limping. Did he have something to do? with um the troll and or fluffy then he's still being kind of um i don't know super strict and harsh with in particular harry but i bet we would see the same behavior what do you think you're you're a snape guy do you think snape was treating other like like the hufflepuffs the same way do you think he was treating um the ravenclaws the same way yeah probably I mean, yeah. he's, he he i mean even malfoy he's he's not like an, I, he's clearly not like super favorite favor you know favoriting um i think it's just he's obviously more sort of rude to harry potter because he hates his dad did you know his dad he sees <laughs> he sees his dad and he hates his dad and to be fair all the other students are not like going into restricted sections and getting all this like absurd preferential treatment. Oh my and, God. Like oh our Dumbledore's God. favorites. I hope so, people write. I in. mean, <laughs> when Matt starts defending Snape, I really hope people write in with well, like I mean, had... book evidence where in which he heavily fit. Cause I'm not saying he does, but like, you know, it's, it's just so funny. Like, cause with, I don't no, know. I mean, he does. I mean, all I'm sure all of the professors. No, Matt. But uh, your, I love this because it is no. I what I'm saying Snape. though. Yeah, what I'm saying though is Snape has every right to yeah. to be as critical of Harry and his group as as yes, he is he because they do drastically break rules. Yes, they do. Yes, I mean, do. like massive rules and are always getting into trouble and, and they are don't always, always caught, caught at the scene. They of, don't always get caught, right? Right, and they're we always at the scene stuff. of a crime. I mean, Harry, Snape finds Harry out of out of his bed, you know, with the Marauder's map. Like, what's you know, what are you? Why are you out of your bed at nighttime? I mean, he's always find Harry attacks. I mean, they stupefy Snape with. <laughs> I mean, with, with it, and I might be I might be forgetting exactly how that happens oh. in the book, but in the movie, <laughs> he's like he stupefies Snape. Oh, I mean, God. it's a teacher. <laughs> I mean, this is all before. This is all. 
this is all before like oh my God. the order and everything because like book five and six like that's totally different because he's right. like they're working on stuff in the shadows but books like one through three i mean come on uh, you can't dude. attack a teacher you know attack a teacher well they're making poly you know they're making apologies potion they're doing they're doing stuff that's just that is just ridiculous. Right. And as much no. and I'm sure people will be like, Matt, you said Snape's the greatest <laughs> wizard. How could he get stupefied by Harry? Probably because he didn't think a, a, a student would be that idiotic to attack a teacher. <laughs> I would I'd be caught off guard too. I'm like, I cannot believe you actually just did that. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. This is this is kind of what happens even off the podcast when Matt starts talking. He gets all these rants about Snape and just oh uh, gosh, the 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 favoritism shown there to Harry Potter at school. I don't know. This is why you're absolutely going to love the play Puffs because they totally amplify this. Like, who's this Harry guy? You know, he's getting all this special treatment. It's just ridiculous. It's absurd. So, um, yeah, that is that's totally funny because, yeah. Anyways, but you're right. This is the big debate. This is when it all kind of starts. And, you know, uh, we find out at the end of this book clearly that that um, Coral lets us know that, that Snape wasn't the one who set this. Or, or who who cursed the broom and it was really Coral who was, who was who was behind things. But still, even once that's kind of settled and you're debating stuff, you then go back and you're like, hey, you know, what's going on with um the rudeness and, and the extra severity of discipline and the and the and the points and all this kind of stuff. So and again, you've got someone like Hagrid all along the way too, saying, nah, Snape wouldn't do that. He's one of the teachers protecting this or that, or Dumbledore trusts Snape, you know. And it's a constant thing. It is a constant back and forth. There's evidence for and against all the way up until the very end. I so know. It's great. Freaking great. Right. Okay. All right. And uh, the theory right. today, by the way, stick around for the end of this show because the theory is freaking great about Snape. All right. Let's 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 dive back in here to it. So, okay. So, all right. So Quidditch, right. Uh, as they entered the November, the weather turned cold. The mountains around the school became icy gray and the lake like chilled steel. Every morning, the ground was covered in frost. Hagrid could be seen from the upstairs windows defrosting broomsticks on the Quidditch field, bundled up in the long moleskin overcoat, rabbit fur gloves, and enormous uh, beaver skin boots. The Quidditch season had begun. On Saturday, Harry would be playing in his first match after weeks of training, Gryffindor versus Slytherin. If Gryffindor won, they would move up into second place in the house championship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Big game coming up here. Just want to also mention that I love Hagrid's job, and I really wish I could have his job. I've always wanted to be a care caretaker, or like a right. I do have. I do have a. I know. I do have another question here, which yeah. is I'm starting to realize this is more and more what our podcast is going to be, and I'm fine with it because yeah. uh, it's questioning how things really probably work in the Wizarding world. That's fine. Um, yeah. how does he get all this stuff? A moleskin overcoat, rabbit fur gloves, and enormous beaver skin boots. How do they hunt? Well, what do they use to hunt? Are they using their wands? They don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they, they don't use guns, do they? Are they trapping? Yeah. Are they? Are they? Are they? Are they, are they trapping? Um, it's a great question. If you avada cadaver a deer, holy! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are they out there? Are there a group of wizard hunters who are licensed? License to kill, license to Avada Kedavra. People Boom. are gonna be so just like you guys. Just, <laughs> this, this is ridiculous. But these are no, the questions. No, ridiculous no one... is the spell you use that's to right. turn things. Bogart. That, right. That's right. Yeah. Right. So, uh, no, that's a really. That's it's yeah. That's funny. You mentioned you mentioned the the moleskin, you know, uh, coat. And I'm just thinking, oh, it's a cool job. It's nice to be out there. It's nice and warm. 
or he's nice and warm in all that cold weather. But uh, yeah, how does he get all that stuff? Hey, you know what, Matt? Maybe he just found. Maybe he found. Like, he's out in the the Forbidden Forest. He finds one that's been attacked or something, and he just you know what right. I mean. So it's roadkill. Yeah. Okay. Let's not get carried away okay. here. All right. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, I'm just you know the, the question. Yeah, we the ask question. the questions that that nobody yeah. else asks. Right. Probably for good reason. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> Matt, I'm sorry. That somewhere, someone like if we ever were making sure, it's like, what do they do? Uh, like avocado. Like a, a lot a deer. of a deer. He's just like, yeah. boom. There you go. You know. That just I the image of that is well. <laughs> what's his uh, What's his name? Well, Barty Crouch, but really, you know, my Matt I Moody, I guess, right? He Avada Kedavra is the little spider. It doesn't it doesn't seem to like blow him up or anything. Yeah, no. Yeah. Just just sucks just his life sentence up. Yeah. I don't know. If you would you eat gone. a deer that had been hit with Avada Kedavra? I don't know. Is that gonna be good or I think so. I'm it's not a... really big in deer meat in the first place. It's yeah, it's it's tough. I don't know. It's yeah, but I don't know that the food is ever explained. Do they have to actually no. cook it and then it just sort of appears there? Right, they do. They, they, they can't. Just... They, they can't just magic up. Uh, they can't create magic. Can't create food or whatever. There's some rule. Mrs. Weasley goes over and all that kind of stuff, right? You actually have to have it. You can use it to prepare it. You can use magic to prepare and it. Where do they, do they it. do they have magical farms? Well, some said they must just have regular. You know, I mean, they've got fantastic beasts. Are they? I like all we ever see or hear of them is like they're eating this regular food right but like right yeah what what i mean, I mean there's like turkeys and stuff on. yeah yeah they... i mean if i want a cheeseburger in the magical world what do you know what do i do do i do i just walk up to do i go up to some cow and boom blast it do they know? have a, a fast food chain over like is there a, a different set of diagon alley where they got uh you know muggle I, donald's M yeah, McDonald's, just... McDonald's, Mug, McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! McDonald's it's... is everywhere. I would not be surprised if they don't have one in the Wizarding World. That's unreal. All McDonald's. Right. I think we should start one. Freaking McDonald's it up. <laughs> start a new chain. God, uh, this is literally great. Um, All right, here we go. Yeah. So anyway, back to Quidditch here. So Harry's saying uh, hardly. You know, he'd hardly had hardly anyone had seen Harry play because Wood had uh, decided that as their secret weapon, Harry should be kept well secret. But the news that he was playing secret had leaked out somehow, and Harry didn't know which was worse: people telling him he'd be brilliant, or people telling him uh, they'd be running underneath him holding a mattress. Right. Uh, she lends she Hermione lends Harry Quidditch through the ages. He's sort of looking through all of this stuff. And, um, you know, uh, we're going to we're going to get to the Quidditch here as right. Yeah, this is this is great. So, um, yeah, they're again all worried about uh, Snape and then he's taking the, the, the book that Harry wants and then he's limping. All that good stuff goes down. Uh, we get in. Let's see. It's by 11 o'clock. The whole school seemed to be out in the stands around the Quidditch pitch. I'm guessing Harry's, you know, he's nervous, right? Um, Ron, Hermione, they join Neville, uh, Seamus, Dean, the West Ham fan, right? They mentioning soccer and all that good stuff, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, they had some banner that said Potter for president. Matt Potter for president. What's up with that president? Okay. Yeah. All right. Don't they have prime ministers over there? <clears throat> yeah. Minister. I don't know. Why do they got presidents? Yeah. 
That's not very British. Is this just the? I was to say, do we? Don't they realize that that America, you know, left? Is it different in another version? You know, I wonder if it just says "President" for us and it's different. Oh, in the in the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, wouldn't that be crazy? Potter for minister, maybe is what it says. Who knows? Right, that, that probably probably does actually. Maybe um, we'll have to look. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, back in back into the locker room there, we've got uh, Harry's with the rest of the team, and they're getting in their scarlet robes. Slytherin would be playing in green. Wood goes into his speech. This is cool. You get uh, Chaser, Angelina Johnson is there, Fred Weasley's there, George Weasley's there, and so on. So we just get some back and forth with the team, uh, which is which is pretty cool. Madam Hooch is out there refereeing, uh, which is which is great. And up we go, right? Jordan is is. Uh, commentating which is which is awesome lee jordan and he gets in trouble which i just think this is great as as a kid reading this he's kind of doesn't he mention like angelina being somewhat uh rather attractive yeah what an excellent chaser that girl is and rather attractive too and it's just that kind of humor that that uh young sort of i don't know um romance that that gets trickled in from some of these these are older students here and then as harry and his harry hermione and ron grow up it it kind of uh, we we grow up with them and we get more of that that humor. It's great. So um, yeah, he does a good job sort of announcing this game. Uh, and and there's just back and forth. He's talking about who has the quaffle, who takes it. Um, the Slytherins. We get mentions of of Captain Marcus Flint in there, and uh, Chaser Katie Bell, super popular. People love Katie Bell. And yeah, we're going back and forth now. This is so we get to the point where essentially they look up and they see that Harry is having some some trouble right i mean with mm -hmm. his with his with his broom um he's catching he's trying to find the snitch he's looking around for it and uh yeah once he once um let's see disappeared from summer. there are huh. um sorry to interrupt you there are in fact differences outside of the title to uh there are and a lot of them are a lot of them oh, you are, mean, the, are words. Are they really? Yeah, yeah. So, there's, so that's there's, probably there's quite there's quite a bit. That's probably one of them. Then, yeah, the president thing. That's probably one of them. I'd imagine. I don't know. I'm looking. I don't actually think it is. Because well, <clears throat> I mean, we would read that, and it just would make sense if it's the American version. We like, right. right. It's kind of like how in England they call it, you know, a lift as opposed to an elevator. Mm. Okay, gotcha. but president president is not in fact one of them. Right. Right. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Uh, Jordan, back to the game here real quick. Jordan's getting carried away. He feels like there's some, there's some fouling going on, some cheating. He's kind of biased in his commentary. All that stuff is really good and really funny. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> here's where, here, here it is right here. So Hermione then is, they're looking up and they're, they're Hagrid seizes the binoculars, looks up to see Harry, you know, um, not knowing what's going on and uh, nothing he's trying to say nothing can can interfere with a broomstick except powerful dark magic and it's Hermione who looks over and sees Snape with that eye concentration and jinxing the broom and off she goes leave it to me she goes over starts a little fire and uh, we're able to kind of uh, get away Harry takes off catches the snitch swallows it and I love that that comes back, Matt, you know, full circle later on, right? That he's mm -hmm. that he swallows it and that's how he opens it later in the last book and everything. It was just just kind of a cool 
cool thing. I love when things just tie up or breadcrumbs are dropped here in the beginning or things pay off later on. So that's uh, that's good stuff. But yeah, <clears throat> um, so wild. So right there, Matt, Snape is jinx in the broom. And uh, is he? He's not. He's not actually. We know he's not. But uh, right now, at this point in time, it definitely seems like that. And that's what they're all uh, st stirred up about. And they'll make an excuse later to go back and get the book from from um, from Snape and everything. So uh, they're telling Hagrid, like, it, you know, it's he's he's the one who did it. He's saying rubbish. There ain't no way. He's a Hogwarts teacher. Um, he's got nothing to do I also, with this stuff. I also like I also like how quickly uh, Hermione uh, learned spells. Because it's like, man, two seconds ago we were struggling with Wingardium Leviosa, and now she's shooting fire hey, out of her wand. Matt, she wait, hey, she was not struggling. She's actually she's been reading all the books, man. She's got everything. She's all read up. She's she's ready. She read everything before she even showed up. Well, hey, reading everything doesn't get you everything, okay? Because uh, I remember, in I remember, I remember in Half Blood Prince when she's doing the when she thinks she's making the the luck potion, the yeah. Felix. Whatever, Felicius, yeah, Felicius, yeah, she doesn't make it right. So mm -hmm. sometimes you got to wing it. So yeah, so, so sometimes you got to crush it instead of you know cutting it. You're right. That's, exactly. That's right, yeah. So not nonetheless, uh, Hagrid's there. They're they're talking to him, and they he blurts out the name Nicholas Flamel. Let's which, go, big drop. Which right, two things start in this chapter. One, Hagrid accidentally spilling the beans. Or spilling the tea, I think, uh, is the new is the new thing that right. all the cool kids are saying. Right. And uh, is Snape a good guy or a bad guy? So, okay. Matt, Let's is, move on. Is, is Hagrid a good guy or a bad guy? What the heck? Well, I don't know. I've seen got... more done wrong of Hagrid in this book than I have Snape so far. Well, he used magic in front of kids. I think he tormented a kid. He once got, right. he gets fired from his job from being the, the groundskeeper. Or not right. the groundskeeper, but the... Well, he is kind of the groundskeeper, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he got kicked out of Hogwarts, right? Right. For having remember. a snake, for having a snake in the Chamber of Secrets. Oh my god! <laughs> so, I mean, you tell me, yeah, yeah. if he's doing yeah. if he's doing a good job or not. He's, I think he's drinking on the job too. To be honest, he's, got, he's he is drinking on the job. He's got illegal creatures. Yeah, he does. They're illegal. That's right. So anyway, all right. Here we go. Let's move on. Chapter twelve. The Mirror of Irised. Harry, Ron, and Hermione start searching the library for facts on Flamel. The school empties for Christmas. Ron teaches Harry wizard's chess, which is a big deal. Harry gets his father's invisibility cloak for Christmas, tries it out at night, and finds the Mirror of Irised, sees his family, and is cautioned by Dumbledore. Now, you know the cool thing about this? Yeah. Is, um, and this is, this is, you know, to go skip super far ahead, obviously. Uh, with the mirror of era said, and he sort of cautions him about it. And then it sort of, you know, it's in the room or, you know, it's in that it sort of shows you the things you want. Right. Yeah. And then you just think later, I mean, who knows what all this, who knows what all this mirror has shown to people in the past. Yeah. 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 So are you saying, uh, we might see it like well yeah we saw wait now wait a second this was wasn't it was it in the last because you just recently watched the fantastic beast uh no they two. go into the room of requirement okay <clears throat> i feel like but 
the room of is it it is it isn't it oh it is the... here it is here yeah okay i just i just found it right so yeah albus does go in there and he's standing in front of the mirror seeing his former best friend and lover grindelwald right. it is yeah. yes okay so i just wonder if there's a way if we're going to use it even more um so it was in 1927 uh when he does that and it's all about the blood pack swearing an oath that he'd never they'd never fight each other showing that albus still valued that memory uh, that manifested before him in the mirror as he as his greatest desire of the time of the right. time when his friendship with uh, Grindelwald was strongest. OK, cool. I know. I think sometimes people think like the mirror because the mirror of Irised and the room of requirement are kind of like in a way they kind of serve similar. Purposes, right? Yeah, it's interesting that it's in there. Um, right. It's been kept in there since 1891, they say, and the, the mirror had been kept in there. Right. So I don't think it's ever discussed, but do you think that the mirror of Irised ever showed Voldemort things? Wow. Uh, that would be really cool to, to, to well, see. It wouldn't be because it, it would have been shown hey. to like murder people. I mean, my God, as hey, it's I just, mean, it's just his <laughs> really cool. I mean, really interesting. Actually, I think is the word. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think so. Think about this though. He goes to Slughorn, um, to figure out about, you know, Horcruxes and stuff. Right. I wonder the difference though, is that the difference is that the, Ear, the mirror shows you your desire, whereas the room of requirement show will uh, give you yeah, sort of sh appears when you need it. Because Voldemort, they do put a <clears throat> they do put a, a Horcrux in the room of requirement. Wow, uh, here's something, and this is I'm a total idiot. I didn't know this that. Uh, that mirror is just the word desire spelled backwards. Here said it's just desire spelled right. backwards. That's freaking awesome. So yeah, it's your deepest, most desperate desire of the heart. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I feel like the mirror shouldn't even be there. Seems kind of dangerous. Yeah, it's also not nearly as useful as the room of requirement. Mm-hmm. So and what's it made for? Yeah, it's just a mystery, right? As to it's the, the so the happiest, most satisfied person in the world would look in the mirror and see a reflection of them exactly as they were, for they would have then, uh, for they would then have no one and nothing more to yearn or desire for the mirror could ever or that the mirror could ever show them. But of course, um, yeah, it's intrinsic. It's intrinsically inherent for human nature to desire something greater than one's own self so it's kind of always showing you something um the writing engraved on the frame of the mirror was supposedly in a foreign and probably dead language but if one looked closely it said i show not your face but your heart's desire um backwards with the spaces rearranged Ooh, that's kind of cool wow man so it looks like it's in a different language, but it's just backwards. And it literally says, I show not your face, but your heart's desire. That looks like a cheesy cow. Learning stuff today. This is great. Right. Huh. So what so, do we know what room do we does it say what room it's in? It's in the room of requirement. Now, uh, Dumbledore does. It move is. It, he, so it, they, it is the it is the room of requirement. 
right? Yeah, it's, it's so it's also in the dungeons at one point. I think that's maybe when Dumbledore moves it for a little bit, but it's also Room of Requirement, Hogwarts Castle, Scotland, Great Britain. Yeah, that's where it says location. Uh, made pre eighteen ninety one. Um, don't know much about it, you know. So it would be cool to see it used again in the upcoming film or or something for Dumbledore to go back because he has that moment with Harry, and this, this is the chapter right where he sees. Uh, what does he see? Socks, right? Um, mm -hmm. let me scroll down here. Yeah. Yeah, Harry looks in it. Uh, he saw his reflection, pale and scared looking at first, but a moment later, the reflection smiled at him. It put its hand into its pocket. Oh, that's... A, hold on a second. That's the very end. My bad. Um, right, yeah. So so the mirror is in... So the, when Harry finds the mirror, it is not... It, no, it is not in the room of requirement. Right. It's just in some random room that they happened to find it in. Hmm. I guess I was I guess I was just wondering if people had even theorized that it was that room because they don't exactly say where it is. Wow. And I think the movie it might actually be the same room. Although when they go in there in the final one, it's like there's everything's like in there. Oh my god, dude. You want to hear something? Okay, this is really cool. I love when you get the references here. So uh, Bloomsbury.com web chat uh, with Rawling in July 2007. They they ask her a question. What did um, Albus Dumbledore see in 91 uh, or early 97? I don't know here. Um, right. When he when he when he goes because when, when he looks at it in the movie, because when right. he when he go or the book, whenever, either way. When he finds Harry in this in this section there and talks to him, right? Because it seems like he's just he's he's purposely saying it's a pair of thick, thick white woolen socks. Um, but you know he just says that to kind of move Harry. Up. So he lies. All right, he lies. He might not. We don't know. No, maybe not. But uh, uh, Rawling said later on, though, in this interview, this is the source for it, was that 2007 interview that uh, correctly what he sees here is his family alive, whole and happy. Uh, Percival and Kendra all returned to him. Ariane, uh, properly using magic and alive, and Aberforth reconciled to him. So that well, that's was not his whole, that's not his whole family. Yeah, Matt knows. Matt's Matt's been watching the new movies. That's not. There's another Dumbledore out there. Yeah, why isn't he there? Why isn't he listed? Yeah, probably because he wasn't created yet. She but... hadn't come up with that yet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Let me see here. So in 97, gosh, Hermione stands in front of it. Ron does. Ooh, wow. And then, yeah, okay. Anyway, <clears throat> that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So when Harry is there, it is not It is not the room of requirement. Although I thought in the movie they said it was too, but I guess it's not. But no, Dumbledore uses the mirror in... Um, crimes of grindelwald in the room of requirement mm -hmm. so he required the mirror yeah why would you re i guess my my question though is why would you require the mirror so here's something people this is interesting people are talking about this and i'm seeing that like the mirror does actually give you some type of knowledge even though it's showing you your your heart's desire what it shows you is true like he didn't know what his parents looked like Right? right. So it's it's actually. He can see them. He actually does 
under like gets a glimpse of them and, and knows what they look like. I, I don't know. I think it's just kind of um, the the picture or what he sees, the picture of his family in the mirror is accurate, even though he could not possibly have known what his grandparents and other distant relatives looked like beforehand. So he sees his family in there, which is, which is wild. So I mean, because you brought up like Tom Riddle, you know, if he's if his desire is to look into that and figure out Great how to cruxes. Yeah. But does it does it show? I mean, does it show you that? I mean, can it show you sort of I think like it how, would if that's what because it's what you it's what your desire is. Yeah. Eternal life. Or, or maybe I guess, it, I, guess you know. I my my question, though, I think is more tied to is the room requirement, because if Dumbledore uses it. In the movie the second fantastic beast movie and then he looks into it right if you, you require the mirror i mean that seems like well um okay so you could like... re- you could require it to find out what your heart's deepest desire is i suppose yeah you could you could um let's see also known as the come and go room was a secret room within hogwarts castle that only appeared when a person <clears throat> was in great need of it so, yeah, because the, the the inside of the room changes from time to time depending on what you need, right? What you need, right? Yeah. So apparently he was in need of. Yeah, that's interesting to think about, huh? Yeah, Dumbledore says it does not do dwell. It does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live. Remember that. Now, why don't you put on that admirable cloak, uh, that admirable cloak back on and get off to bed? Hmm. Um. Yeah, here's something just about the rumor requirement. Just j- jumping ahead, Seamus is talking about it when they're all really using it quite a bit. It's a proper hideout as long as one stay, as long as one of us stays in here, they can't get at us. Uh, the door won't open. It's all down to Neville. Um, he really gets this room. You've got to ask it for exactly what you need. Like, I don't want any uh Caro supporters to be able to get in, and it'll do it for you. You've just got to make sure you close the loopholes neville's the man so it's just yeah um <clears throat> it it's a room that yeah can can be used in a lot of, in a wide variety of ways so and so and they stumble ac- across it because sometimes they are nearby at proximity right and then they, they need it yeah because mouth will use it later right right so I yeah. guess theoretically, couldn't she use that for everything? If you're Voldemort, like I need, the, I need to make a Horcrux. Could it have somebody appear there, and then you could just kill him? And then I don't know, man. It's getting a little. I don't know. Um, well, I'm just wondering what what he. I think he used the mirror, and I think he used the room requirement when he was there at yeah. Hogwarts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although maybe not. He's kind of a moron. I'm not gonna lie. So yeah, I mean, he doesn't even know. know how the Elder Wand worked. Maybe that's what he should have asked for. <clears throat> yeah, really. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, my, my favorite bit about it is, too, when Ron's just like, if you needed a toilet, boom, you know, like the idea it turns is, into a bathroom. It would present itself as a bathroom. Yeah. So. So mm-hmm. what would you want? Huh? What would I require? What would I what would my requirements be? Um, hmm. If I'm in school. I, don't know, I bet you people go in there sometimes, Matt. It's just probably a normal room to study and get away. Neville was running by and he was trying to get away from being bullied and just needed a, a safe place to stay, you know? Right. And so he pops. So in. I wonder if it can ma- have things magically appear. Like could the sword of Grot, you know, the sword I, of God or G- Gryffindor. 
yeah. will appear when uh, Gryffindor needs it most. If you required it, yeah. You would then also require it. Huh. And see, there's a, there's a difference to like, I don't know, can you demand it to have anything? I don't, think so. I, don't, I don't think so. I feel like it's things get lost. And then there's the bit where it, it's, everything's lost in there. Well, how'd Malfoy get that dresser in there? It's all confusing to me. Things are hidden in there. People are looking for a place to stash stuff where nobody can find it. And that's... We, we, we need more answers, JK. It doesn't make sense. I got issues with the rumor requirement. We'll have to do a video on it. What, hey. I, what, I, what I most desire is to know the answers to the rumor requirement. Right. So, you get, yeah, <laughs> you go to the room and it's got all the, you know, everything. Yeah, or or it's just got or it's got the mirror in there. And then I would know. Oh, yeah. You, so you're looking in the mirror and your deepest desire is to know how the, the room of requirement of the re- secrets of the room or requirements. Yeah. Interesting. I don't I've know. Never all right. Let's let let's move on here and uh, get yeah. to our get to our outlets. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Um, let me pull it up here. So again, shout out to Tanner. We, we, we appreciate this. Uh, this is Tanner from Slytherin house. So let's go. Tanner wow. seems like a Slytherin. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. He's, uh, we've, we've known Tanner for a bit. So this is, this is pretty cool. So hi, professor Ezra and professor Matt Tanner from Slytherin wow. here. Uh, yeah, Matt got the professor title. I'm happy to hear that so i mean if hagrid uh, can be a professor so can i oh dude oh <laughs> uh, well i mean god if quarrel can what's who uh, uh lockhart i mean my god whoa let's not Lock- don't be bashing lockhart he's a world-renowned I, author actually i i, I want to talk about him later because i'm a big fan of lockhart's actually um so yeah he's like i absolutely love the podcast so far um he's you know i'm glad he added the right. so far part just in case not after, not after today's episode <laughs> not after today yeah i uh, enjoyed your conversation about snape versus mcgonagall in part three i'm sending you guys an owl because i dug up an old theory from reddit <clears throat> and so in this if you click on this it's actually a video matt and you can go <clears throat> watch excuse me i'm uh, uh suffering from a cold over here that's um, okay they got any remedies for that by the way in the wizarding world any any we got to go to uh mungos yeah i guess so that's where my, my boys at uh, Lockhart. Um, basically, to, to to sum this up, so it's a, it's a clip that shows Snape fighting McGonagall, and right. if you remember and in that, Half-Blood yeah, Prince. He, or uh, yeah. it's Deathly Hollows too, I believe. Yeah, he takes fight. out the takes out the Caros behind him, right? Takes out two Death Eaters, so he quote accidentally took them out from behind when he deflected McGonagall's spells. What do you right. guys think about that? Was that an accident or was that intentional? So I, I, now I'm, I'd have to go look in the book to see if that, I don't remember how that all went down, but I think in the, if you're just only t- taking the film, because we love to do also just film theories, you know, things just purely in the film yeah. verse that right there, man is awesome. You know, I just, I literally just rewatched that movie and I didn't even know those people were there. Right. Cause okay. it happened so fast. I didn't know. So oh, I, yeah. Well, They're then he definitely, out. he, he definitely did it on purpose. He definitely did. People have said, if you watch the whole scene, Matt, pull up the whole scene, Snape does not cast one a single offensive spell. Well, first of all, he doesn't need to, because if he did, McGonagall would get wrecked. <clears throat> would be, so. And that's the point. That's the point to him being a good, you know, um, if, you're, if you're playing the whole, like, Snape is super powerful, he doesn't need to, and then also he's a good guy. Why would he want to hurt McGonagall? You know what I mean? At this right. point, he's seeing... 
the tide shifts. So what does he do? Matt, look at that clip. He sends two of her spells, right? Two, two of her curses or whatever, right back at brother and sister, Death Eaters, knocks them out. These are the two that were torturing the kids in the school, doing different stuff that I'm sure Snape wasn't actually a fan of. Uh, but again, he's got to play his part. He's doing this right up until the end. Uh, this is this is threading a needle like we've never seen before, right? He's he, he doesn't right. know what Potter's doing, um, but is still trying to help out and take care of him from afar. Uh, l- leading them, by the way, like his his um, Patronus is there. I mean, Snape's Patronus helps out. He's keeping an eye on things, and he is there to uh, to help. But the best way he can protect these kids is to be headmaster until Harry shows up, and then then you know Baltimore's coming to to crack down. So he's going to let McGonagall do her thing and he's got to get out. So, yeah, I love it. Wait, so, so I no love it. not definitely not an accident. I just, I just rewatched the scene. It's only about 30 seconds. Yeah. And yeah, you can see he totally just, he totally just deflects those spells and wow, they kill those other people. I mean, my, I guess my question though is McGonagall, McGonagall is using killing magic, which by the way, is she, <laughs> which by the way, you can use magic that would kill somebody. Outside of Avada Kedavra, but Avada Kedavra is an unforgivable curse. Like whatever it is that um, Mrs. Weasley uses on Bellatrix Lestrange, I mean, that really wrecks her. Why is that not an unforgivable <clears throat> curse? Yeah, what is that? Yeah, it's. Uh... I don't think it's. I don't think it's known. I think it's just a spell. But no, I one thousand percent after watching that little that little segment there, believe that Snape was. Uh, he totally deflects that into those people. I mean, if you look at him too, the way he sort of hits it, I mean, he he definitely like slings it back. Right, right. So it's really cool. And and then just so for folks in the books, just a slight uh, difference. And I always like the wiki kind of confused me sometimes for what's book, what show. But um, it's the it's known as the ousting of Severus Snape, uh, the sacking of Severus Snape, whatever you want to call it, this duel between Severus and head um, then headmaster of Hogwarts and Hogwarts heads of houses. So having defeated uh, the Caros on Ravenclaw Tower, Harry Potter and Luna Lovegood, both are under the cloak of invisibility along with Minerva McGonagall, went down to warn the heads of house that Voldemort and his Death Eaters were about to siege the castle in an attempt to get Harry Potter. As the group uh, got down, they were stopped by Headmaster Severus Snape and the two teachers engaged in a duel. Uh, McGonagall was joined by Flitwick, Sprout, and Slughorn. Uh, now, greatly outnumbered, Snape fled into a nearby classroom and flew out of a window. So remember, in the book, it's like not just one. Which So the film, it's kind of cool that it is just McGonagall and him right. going at it. But Sprout's in there, Slughorn's in there doing his thing. I, right. I love so if you, if you really watch that scene, too, and break it down... I mean, first things first, it's the whole scene, 35 seconds. So remember in the movie, Harry steps out and yeah. Snape's got his wand out and he seems a little more like ready to go than he does. Then McGonagall steps out and he sort of like pulls back. He clearly does not want to engage with her. She starts firing. And if you look at everything he's doing, he's knocking everything that she puts like she throws at him immediately, like right into the ground until he backs up close enough to knock both spells into the people behind him. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he then he immediately knocks the preceding one into the ground. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. Pretty awesome. It's it's pretty definitely awesome. definitely interesting. Yeah, and I just I just love when I was I don't know it was a one of those YouTube shorts or whatever where I saw someone talking about just the idea that that's a great way to do it in the film. He's not he yes. doesn't have the heart or the spirit. Um, he's he's not interested in attacking McGonagall or doing. I think he could. I think I'm actually with you in terms of if he really wanted to. I think he could have dueled all three of them. I think he could have dueled Slughorn. Oh. Yes, um, McGonagall, Flitwick, and Sprout. Ford. Well, for, first of all, I just I just can't imagine that Professor Flitwick is that powerful. I'm sorry. Are you you have insulted every single Ravenclaw out? There. How dare you? That is their head of house. As he back. teaches, it's like he he teaches charming. people how to make things less. He's a charming guy. Okay. okay, well, Snape makes Snape at like 16 was writing spells that like lacerate yeah. people's like lungs open okay but there's that, like it's 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 it, there's such a drastic difference teaches <laughs> he teaches potions you know uh, he, potions. He, he wanted to teach defense against the dark arts i know and he does get that chance yes um i know it's well you because you can say the same thing about professor sprout what is herbology doing in, in terms of like, well i mean it's cool know. i'm don't get me wrong i mean potions and everything is is cool yeah yeah, yeah. But I would say that in terms of what you would consider to be powerful. To me, to me though, I think it's aw- like, okay, Professor Sprout versus uh, Professor Flitwick. Who, who, who wins? That's an in interesting. A duel, in a duel? In a duel. J- just like, again, like a dueling club, like what we have in, in book two. I would say Flitwick would win. I think so too. I think Flitwick would. would now, but. with time to prepare, I would, and you can bring something with you. Then I would say probably Sprout because she could yeah, maybe have maybe some more about. Right. Yeah, and that's the right. thing too. I it's think, kind I of think like it's kind of like Batman. Yeah, in that bat, like in the comics, it's always like who'd beat this person, this person. It's always like Batman with time beats literally anyone because. There's no scenario in which Batman with with time doesn't. I mean, Batman with time beats Superman. Okay, right. so it, there's no scenario in which he doesn't win if he has time to prepare. And I feel like that's kind of the same. It was like potions. You could create a Felix potion, and if you go into duel somebody, then you're probably going to win. Yeah, because you have all the, you have more luck than they have. So. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's herbology is is incredibly powerful. You just have to have time to do it. But I would say head up. I would have to just looking at the two different types, give the edge to Flitwick because he does charms. And I'm sure you could. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he has something up his sleeve. It's yeah, just yeah. that you have to go by what you have. And what I know is that Snape at like 16 years old is writing sectum semtora spells that can you know lacerate people's spleen when he's like 16 i mean true and that's that's why these that you have to go with what we have right um we don't know i mean we don't know if flitwick was doing that he might have been but it's never told to us so we don't know right um and i would say with time i think you could make the argument that potions and herbology are equally as powerful because i can just imagine that you could each create something that would be so absurdly powerful yeah, that exactly. would give you an advantage. Yeah, knowing n- knowing the properties or what's in and out of right. different herbs and and how to. It's like right, new yeah. Scamander with time and his suitcase could pull out any creature he wanted. Well, I think he's going to have an advantage if he knows he's fighting someone. 
Well, and actually, that's a pretty cool point because you remember when he has that little—I forget what it is—the uh, it's almost like a little yo-yo, that little right. uh, thing that's like sucks your blood or I don't know what it is. But right. he tosses it around the room and it does stuff like in a duel. Right. Yeah, if you've got that in your pocket, well, yeah, that that's an extra. Wild I mean, he card, could and his you know? suitcase seems like he could it could have a dragon in it. So I mean, yeah, I'd have to if he's got a suitcase and he knows who he's going up against, I'd give him, I'd give right. him time. The he's probably got the advantage over anybody. And so that's the really cool thing about it too, is you think about just like when Harry goes into the Triwizard Tournament, um, he's like, "Well, I'm not allowed to use a broom." He's like, "You're allowed." a wand he's like i can't bring a broom he's like but you're allowed a wand and he uses uh you know akio broom right and he gets his broom there right. so again anybody in a, in, a, in a duel if you have a wand and you can use it for whatever you want those teachers with the specialties you know uh right i don't know yeah it'd be kind of i would just cool. avada kedava the dragon and then oh. you're good to go <laughs> they're like all that all that wants to use is a vodka cadaver it's pretty like it's have you seen the, it's uh, incredibly useful as far yeah, as i can tell there's a there's a great theory out there uh I, it's it's again a film theory only is about like how did how does dumbledore block the avada cadaver curse in the film and he right. did multiple tons of different ways not just only avoiding you, it but he does block i think you it. can block it I think I think you can block it just like in it's it's ace. I the I don't think that Avada Kedavra is a more powerful spell than anything else. I think that it is. It's Harry uses it with the I always forget, I always forget the name of it though the one and Goblet of Fire. They yeah. have the same wand yeah. cores. The it yeah, starts yeah. with an eye. I always forget what it's called, but whatever. Yeah, I mean that blocks. I mean there's definitely blocks to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, like if you can just cast it at anybody and there's nothing that they can do at all, that's just not that isn't that no. that's that's bad. Well, because like, Harry, because Harry engages with it at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. They were like Dumbledore doesn't share that same core. You know, he also has right. He also has he's the also, other one. At the exactly. Time, you know, he does have the he does have the other wand at the time, which yeah, theoretically should be able to block anything. Yeah, so that's just interesting. But I mean, I guess if you're fighting, let's say it's Bellatrix fighting Sirius, you know, and I have to, I have to go look at the books again just to see if when those combat situations. She just arrive. sort of she hits him like out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, did you know he, that they they actually went to like in, in the film they cut the the whole duel in the film they actually had a, yeah. they had a a duel that's crazy I was like wow because in the book they do, um, and that's just it's awesome that's cool yeah. Anyway, I, yeah, it just was kind of neat to talk about the idea that, how, like, how do you do, do you like Dumbledore was moving statues in front of it. He was using other elements to to block it and different things. But, yeah, yeah, I think there's a lot of other stuff they don't explain um, that would be really interesting to learn, too. Like, do you get tired from casting certain like specific types of magic? Does it like, you know, the the connection between you and the wand? Like, is it all about the wand? Because. You know, like we see Dumbledore, we see Voldemort using Dumbledore's wand, right? Uh, and it's like cracking, and it's sort of it's sort of messed up. So that you can definitely sort of overpower the the wand, but yeah. is it is it something that like gets pulled from you too? Yeah. Okay. I see. I see. So like, can I just cast Nevada Kedavra like all day, right? Yeah. Right. They don't. They don't. Yeah. The the limits and the the yeah right various things huh interesting 
Sorry. Just now I'm looking down. That's, that, now is ready to dive down rabbit holes. So anyway, thanks, Tanner, for shooting us that uh, great out there because uh, now we have millions more questions. And you guys can write us in, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. send us all these at elderwandpod at, elderwandpod at gmail.com because that's what we're here for. We're trying to answer all the questions. Dive yeah. through all the theories. Yeah, I love of it. This, of this of this larger wizarding world as we enter it. So, guys, so, all right. As always, guys, we want to thank you for using the flu to hang out with us. In our next episode, we will be discussing The Sorcerer's Stone, Part 5, Chapters 13 through 15, which is really, like, almost the end of the book, because I think it goes to 17 chapters. So, yep. almost done. Then we'll then we'll do a, uh, when we finish the book, we'll do, we'll do a movie watch. Yeah, yeah. And do absolutely. it, too. Yep. All right, friends. Well, yeah, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write that review. Writing the re- the, the review over on Apple or, or wherever you listen to your podcast is uh, is really helpful. It does help us a lot. So if you get a chance, please please do that for us. Uh, comment or send us an owl at elderwandpod at gmail.com. We will see you soon. And remember to have your wands at the Red Bull. time inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.